Hello and welcome to another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're continuing on in Luke chapter 10. We're going to be looking at verses 29 through 37. So we'll read it and we'll get right into our conversation this week. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. When he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. So as we look at this section, last week we talked about how the expert in the law tested Jesus, asked about what can he do to inherit eternal life, then got the answer, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, love your neighbor yourself. We see here he's not content with that answer. He's trying to justify himself. What can we learn from this man's question and Jesus's response? He should have been quiet. <laughs> right? Again, there's a lot of times when we, we continue on a path when we probably should have stopped. Right. Everything Jesus told him was right. It was simple. He could have walked away, interpreted it for himself, done whatever he wanted to do with it. But he asked a very specific question. Who's my neighbor? Right. And again, the, the parable that Jesus uses throws everybody into, you know, a, a big disarray. Right. Because there's this, there, the, the Jewish people had this very simple system, you know, of how to do something. And Jesus went in and he's constantly widening. Mm. constantly getting us to think it's easy to love those who love you. What about those who don't love you? Right. Mm. But just, just the concept behind this whole thing, right. Of the fact that the religious leader, the people who should have gotten it, didn't get it. Mm. And the person that should have got it did get it. Mm. Absolutely. We've seen Jesus constantly flipping the narrative that people had, flipping their idea of things, giving them a fresh perspective, just like we're trying to learn here on this show, uh, having a fresh perspective of things, totally blowing the minds of those. I, I, we don't get the great reaction here from the crowd or the people listening to this conversation, but I can only imagine the people listening to this this parable because the Samaritans were totally separate from the, the Jews. The Jews and the Samaritans didn't get along at all. We know that from an understanding of the, of the gospel and an understanding of the culture at that time. So Jesus using this parable where, hey, there's this great Jewish leader, uh, there's this Levite uh, who passes by on the other side, and then, oh, there's a, a Samaritan, you know, someone who was thought of as like less than a person uh, going and doing the right thing and he's the hero of this story the one who demonstrates what it is to be a neighbor to love other people uh, that just totally changes the whole narrative and and I think today we have that same concept in our own lives of we like to think of people being separate from us and they don't deserve our love or our our time or our energy, like like in this story, what can we do to change that? Well, I mean, I think that the first thing that we can do to change that is change the thinking, mm-hmm. right? You you have we have stinking thinking, right? It, it's just not good, and Jesus is constantly trying to correct it, right? We think 
that we just need to help those that we want to help. And Jesus says, it's easy to love those people. I tell you, love your enemies. Mm -hmm. Your neighbor is now, according to Jesus, anybody who's in need, right? For any reason. It, it, well, he widens this whole thing and we need to widen it. My, my checkbook is not, is not my own, it's God's. Therefore, it's mm. open to anybody that he wants me to help. Mm. But we sit down and we rationalize, this person needs my help, they waste money, they don't need my help. This person wouldn't be in this moment if they had done all these things, right? If they had just been like me, they wouldn't need my money, but they mm. need my money. So like, we decide who deserves our help and who doesn't. My life is not my own, you're bought with a price, right? Your checkbook isn't, your resources aren't, nothing that you have is yours. And so God is constantly challenging us to say, are you willing to open that up and, and help your neighbor? Well, neighbor isn't just the guy standing next to me, the people I love. It's, it's everybody, mm. right? And it might cost us, right? The, the, the core of this story is it cost the neighbor, right, to take care of the beaten person. Mm. Absolutely. It, it, in this story, we see a financial cost. Not always is that necessarily going to be the case, but there is a cost. And it's just the same as we, we, we've seen already just a chapter back in Luke 9 of the cost of following Jesus. It's going to be great. You have to take up that cost to be willing to lay down your life for Jesus. And doing that for Jesus often involves laying down your life to help other people, to be responsive to their needs, to put their needs ahead of your own. We're challenged all throughout the New Testament to do that. Put other people first. Look for ways to serve the least of these. Look for ways to serve your enemies. And, and like this story, your neighbor, like you said, it's not just the people you like. It's not the people just in your surrounding area. It's everyone that the Lord places in your path. It's everyone who needs help. He's going to direct you to often have to step outside of your comfort zone. This would have been a completely uncomfortable situation. This Samaritan stepping in, helping this Jewish man who had been attacked by robbers, and then he went above and beyond, took care of his immediate need, but then didn't just leave him bandaged on the side of the road. He could have done that, met the need quickly, bandaged him up, left him there, but he goes above and beyond. He takes him to the innkeeper, pays for him, says he's going to reimburse the innkeeper when he comes back. He goes to the extreme limits to take care of this person going way outside any normal bounds or boundaries in this time period, in this culture, we shouldn't be surprised if Jesus asks the same of us to love other people. Well, again, the, the, the whole essence of this, this was a Samaritan. Right? The Jews weren't having anything to do with the Samaritans, right? So mm -hmm. the story is super clear, right? You, you may, your neighbor be, be somebody that you don't like, right? Somebody that you... Uh, don't get along with somebody that's done you wrong or something. It can be whatever. God, God, whoever God places in your path, that's who we take care of. And we just don't like that. Mm. We want to decide who to take care of. And like you just went through the whole thing, right? This guy took care of him in like five different ways mm. from the very beginning, from, from wrapping him up to putting him on his own donkey to taking him to an inn to taking care of him that night to taking care of him with two denarii, and then taking care of him after that if there was anything. This guy could have gotten healed up, walked away from this whole thing, and somebody was still going to pay for him. Mm. Right? That, that's a crazy story. Right? It shows the cost. Mm. Right? That's, that's the essence of the story is there's a cost. Absolutely. And we see that that challenge at the end of this section. Jesus gives this great parable and then says, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? It's a pretty obvious answer. And the expert of law, to his credit, he at least understands that, the one who had mercy on him. But 
that's not the end of the encounter. Jesus then goes one step further and says, go and do likewise. And so we, this is a great story. We, we've heard it a lot. We use it to encourage people a lot. But how often do we ourselves actually put it into practice and go and do likewise? Yeah, we forget that the end of the story has a command. Not, not a, hey, if you feel like doing it, <laughs> not if you see something you know, and you want to help. Go and do this. It's the same thing as go and preach. It's the same. It's a command to go and do likewise. Mm, Absolutely. Well, I think that's a great challenge for us this week to go and do likewise, to take care of our neighbor. And that means everyone the Lord puts in our path. Well, we hope that you've been encouraged and challenged by this. And so join us next time for another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking.